when I read this from BJ, and it almost makes me cry every time I read it, because he's so true. It's so true, right? Like humanity needed what he gave us, what Didi Palmer gave us. You need now what we give you. In other words, you, the student, right, need this, right? This is something that you need. You, you may not, never have gotten this before in any other classes, in any other places, but you need the philosophy, right? You need the philosophy and the science and the art. We need all of these things put together, right? Chiropractic is not just a science. It's not just an art. It's not just a philosophy. It's all three of those things wrapped together, right? And that's what makes it so beautiful, right? Is it's, it's a triune of life. It is a triune of these three great pieces put together where you have the science, which to me is so important. Uh, you know, being into functional neurology like I am, it is so important to, to, to tap into that kind of science, you know, to, to learn about the brain, to learn about the nerve system, to learn about all these different pieces. Um, it, the art, you, you've got to become a master of the art. You know, any of you who are not masters by the time you graduate, you've really got to think about that, right? You've really got to think about that. And it doesn't become masters at every single technique, but you've got to pick one. You've got to pick one thing to become a master in and then master it and then start adding things on top of that over and over and over again to, to complete the, the artist. Like when I adjust somebody, when I adjust somebody, I feel like I am a sculptor. Right? You may have heard about the story from Michelangelo um, when it presented with the David. I, I don't know how many of you have ever seen the David um, that is in uh, Florence, Italy. But it is magnificent. It's a giant statue and it's just the most gorgeous carving. And that block of stone, of marble, uh, was actually commissioned multiple times um, from one particular family. And they, everybody kind of, they said, we can't work with this stone. It's, it's too big. It's too weird shaped. It's, it's too fragile. And Michelangelo saw David in the stone and he took the commission. And he said, after it was all done, and people were like, how did you do this out of one piece of you know, stone, like how did you carve something so magnificent? You know, the detail is just unreal. Um, you've got to make this on your to-do list uh, to go to Florence and see this. Um, and Michelangelo was asked this, and Michelangelo said, um, I saw David in the stone and I merely freed him. Right? And that's, that's how I look at every patient. I see the David, you know, their perfection inside them, and I merely free them. Right? So, so I'm an artist, you're an artist, right? We, we work on our patients to, to create a work of art, whether, and whether it's painting or sculpture or whatever it is you want to do, you know, music, but you're creating a work of art with your patients, right? They, they come in with these raw materials that are kind of maybe not put together in the right ways, or maybe, you know, things aren't connected the way they ought to be connected, etc. And we helped reconnect them. Right? We reconnect the disconnected kids. Right? Uh, how many of the pregnant mamas have I seen this year have had the most gorgeous births? Right? Um, because you know, we just had a, a mama a couple of weeks ago. Um, she had a, a four-hour birth at home. Four hours, first baby. Right? And she's like, thank you so much, Dr. Rubin, because this was like, uh, you made sure that my pelvis had plenty of room. So I had this kind of of amazing pregnancy and labor. 
Uh, I mean, she worked till like the very end. She, this, it was just incredible watching her. Um, that's what we want to see. We want to see these kids. Yesterday, I was my last patient of the day for me was this little boy, nonverbal autistic boy. When I first met this kid, he screamed. He screamed and screamed and screamed. And yesterday, I, bring a tear to my eyes. Yesterday, in front of one of our interns who was helping me take notes, this little boy comes up to me and nuzzles into me and hugs me and stays in this hug position as I'm doing my cranial work and the bioenergetic work and the other kind of adjustments that I'm doing with him. And he's just nuzzling into me. And this kid hated my guts when he first met me, right? Because he, you know why he's doing that? Because he recognizes, right? He recognizes right over here, relieving, you know, with the satisfaction of traveling the populated highways and byways, relieving suffering, right? That's what I, I know is happening with him, is, is we're relieving suffering. You know, when he first came in, he had no social contact. Now he comes in, he says hi, he says bye, right? He's starting to open up. He's starting to say words that he's never said before. What greater joy can I have than to give something like that to a mama or a dad or this little boy? And it says, we're adding millions of years to millions of suffering people. You know, Beecher doesn't say millions of years to millions of people have pain. He says suffering people. What that means is it, we're not talking about suffering necessarily in terms of the pain of the, like a, a back pain or neck pain. Although we help a lot of people with that too. But the suffering means any kind of suffering, right? Right? The, 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 the child with autism who can't communicate, that child is suffering and now he can communicate better. Right? The, the pregnant mama who has a baby who's in a breech position and just wanted a natural, to try a natural delay, uh, delivery and now has a, a baby in the head down position, that's, that's relieving suffering. Right? And we can do this with our hands or an activator, you know, or a torque release instrument or whatever we use. Right? That's the most beautiful thing. And I want you to think about this. This is, this, this is from the Green Book, um, The Glory of Going On. And what, what this is talking about is, is what our essence is, right? What our essence is, is to try to connect these people, is to try to reconnect them. And I, I want you to think about, like, like he, says, he says, you have in your possession a sacred trust, guard it well. What does that mean? What does that mean you have in your possession a sacred trust? Well, what I think it means is that D.D. Palmer created something out of nothing, Right, right. He, now, yeah, you can say, well, he copied, you know, uh, osteo osteopathy, you know, uh, mm, uh, not really, right. Uh, osteopathy was much more into, uh, into the blood, and into gross manipulation. Didi Palmer was much more into the nerve system, right. Didi Palmer was the first functional neurologist, and everybody else, all the people now, the Carricks and the Melillos and all these other people who talk about functional neurology, they're really talking about D.D. Palmer and tone, right? Have you ever seen the, the front, the inside front piece of D.D. Palmer's book? It says, founded on tone. Well, where does the tone come from, right? It's from the nerve system. So what does guard it well mean? Guard it well doesn't mean, in my opinion, in my opinion, it doesn't mean that you can't do things that you think are the right adjustment tool for that person, right? Some people say, oh, you, you can't use, you can only use your hands, right? Because it says chiropractic is done by hands. Well, an activator is, is in my hands, right? 
Now, a torque release instrument is in my hands, so I don't, I don't think I'm doing something anti-chiropractic if I'm using an activator. I just think I'm, I'm, there's an extension of my hand, right? And now, and there are a lot of people out there who have all these different sorts of things that they do in their practices. You know, when I first started practice, back in 1989, I only used my hands. And then over time, I evolved and I started using activator. And then I started doing other sorts of techniques like network and bioenergetics um, and cranial work. And then I started evolving into functional neurology when I was introduced to Melillo's work. Um, and, and, and functional neurology, you can argue and say that's really not you know, purely chiropractic. But in my, the way I feel it is, is it is pure chiropractic because I'm using my hands to assess, I'm using my brain and my hands to assess what's going on with them. And then I teach them what to do at home, essentially. It's just giving people homework. Right, that's all functional neurology is, right? In, in in the way I use it, right? Now, there's a lot of people who use a lot of other gizmos and gadgets and stuff, and more power to them. As long to me, as long as chiropractic, right, is the essence of what you're doing, and that is the foundation, right? The foundation of what you're doing, then you're guarding it well. Right? If you're saying, well, this gizmo, this that I'm using is is the thing that's that's done it, right? Or this vitamin, this supplement is the thing that's, that's the most important. Well, that's not chiropractic, right? Not that it's bad or wrong. It's just not chiropractic, right? To, to me, the essence of chiropractic is that this, you know, I, I have friends and colleagues who have multidisciplinary practices. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal as long as they can explain that the foundation of what we're doing is the chiropractic adjustment, right? And a lot of people will say to you, because like, how long does an adjustment really take, right? It takes a couple of minutes, really, three, five minutes, right? So it's not like when someone says to you, even in clinic, um, obviously in clinic you're spending like an hour plus with, with people, but the adjustment in and of itself takes a few minutes, right? But people will always say this to you, is that it? Are you done? Is that it? And your answer is, the adjustment is just starting when my hands are done with you. That's when the adjustment is starting, right? I may have delivered the adjustment. It's just like I'm giving you a present, right? That has like a timer on it. And here's the present. The present is an adjustment. And now when you actually um, leave, now the present opens. Now the nerve system starts working. And the, the, the new, the afferents and afferents that weren't on before are now turning on. Right, and now the the muscle spindles and the Golgi tendon organs, right, and the the group one A and one B afferents, and all these things are all starting to turn on after you adjust them. Right, the dorsal root ganglia is lighting up because the input uh, of of the afferents are just going like this, right, and the alpha and gamma, you know, neurons from <clears throat> from the ventral root, they're they're lighting up because now there's new energies going into that area. And this, this, this whole interplay is happening through, through these muscle spindles and through, through into the brain, right? I just want you to think about the brain and how beautiful it is. And it's so you have the afferents going into the spinal cord, going up into the brainstem, and then it's going into the brain, from the brainstem, maybe hitting the cerebellum a little bit like this, through the mossy fibers, Purkinje fibers, and it's going up <clears throat> into the basal ganglia. And if it's an action that wants to be done again, right, that needs to be done again, then the direct 
pathway will work. If it's an action that needs to be inhibited, then the indirect or hyperdirect pathway will, will, will be enacted. And then more stuff will go up into the thalamus, right? And from the thalamus, it'll start branching up into the prefrontal cortex, and it'll go to one of the cortices in the prefrontal cortex that, that needs to be the, the one that's going to top-down control this. And it's like, wow, what an interplay from your adjustment. And they've proven this, right, with functional MRIs. They've proven this with all kinds of studies. You can see this if you look at any of the activator stuff. We talk about this, um, some of the proof that Dr. Ford, the inventor and uh, founder of activator, has, has seen in his, in his work where the brain lights up after an adjustment, right? It's just amazing, right? It's amazing. And, and, and not that other things don't light up the brain. But to me, the foundation of a chiropractor is to use chiropractic to do the adjustment, to make and make sure that is the most important thing, and then everything else becomes secondary. So I make sure our patients understand the adjustment is the key when I'm dealing with these kids. Yeah, the nutrition is important, and yeah, the the vitamins are important, and yeah, <clears throat> you know, some of the home exercises are very important, right? But it's the foundation that's the key, right? And that's what I think BJ meant when he said, guard it well. 